Mr. Rahul Gupta, welcome to the Sopi Rao Show. Now, the way things work here, man, is I don't do a formal introduction before the podcast starts, you know, because everyone's like, oh, my guest on today's episode. But I'm going to do the introduction while you're on the call, because that way you can correct me saying, bro, that's wrong. That's wrong. So I'm fact checking as we start the episode. So uh, guys and girls, ladies and gents, whoever you want to identify as today, um, I've got a very special gentleman who's um, right now on the episode with me. Um, he's, well, someone a lot of people trust their money with. He's uh, a very sort of suave gentleman who uh, does a lot of good work in, you know, of course, his career and as a family man, as a husband, as a father. And we recently connected in the space of spreading awareness about visual impairment, disability rights, and generally about the fact that, hey, there's another guy like me out there in the world. So the best way I'm going to introduce him to all of you is just by getting him on and let him, letting him tell his story to you. So Rahul Gupta, welcome. And thank you so much for agreeing to do this episode with me on the Sopi Rao show. Thank you so much, Sandeep. And thank you so much for not doing that formal introduction. I think I've got just <laughs> tired of you know getting introduced in a very, very formal way. And yeah. uh, uh, I think then the whole connect gets very limited to some particular age group. I think glad yeah. uh, that we are doing this. Thank you for having me here. No, man, you know, the problem is sometimes you have to write this brief out, which is the sort of bio, which they read out, right? And it happens, I'm yeah. sure, when you are on these panels and when I'm doing shows. And I remember one lady took you know, sometimes you're like, do you do you tell them to just stick to the script? Or, you know, the problem is when they wing it sometimes, this lady went on a tangent saying he can't see from his eyes, but he can see from his heart. And I'm like, lady, <laughs> take it easy. This is a damn stand-up show, man. What are you trying to do? And they get very carried away, right? Where the, it's a thing when it comes to disability. Yeah. They're like, you know, we're going to add some, uh, take some liberties going, this man can see without sight. And I'm like, no, no, I don't think I can see much without sight. I don't think anyone can. <laughs> For them, but, it's like a supernatural world that they're living in. Yeah, right? and they want to feel good about themselves, right? Saying, at yeah. least I introduced the blind guy on stage with a nice sort of feel. <laughs> That's yeah. for them. I mean, and first of all, uh, why are two guys who can't see getting on a Zoom video call? <laughs> I, 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 in fact, that was my question when I said, you know, is it an audio feed? But uh, No, but we I are going to do both. And this is mainly, see, this is the world, right? Where we're trying to be normal and have video feed for Insta clips. I mean, this is ridiculous. Like my wife's like, oh, Sandeep, you can use a still image, but get video. I'm like, but it's not comfortable for either Rahul or me, but we're going to do it so we can be present on the social media platforms. But I hope you're okay with it because. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, lovely. I, I keep getting trashed uh, by a lot of people that, you know, you often end up posting only on LinkedIn, which is a very professional media. Why don't you come and put it on Insta? And exactly the point. I'm like, I'm not too comfortable with those pictures. I may have to zoom in video. But, yeah. you know, that's what the millennials connect with. Like, okay, yeah. we will try. So that's the strange thing, you know, you have to be there. You have to be, be everywhere. At the same mm -hmm. time, you have to celebrate who you are. And I mean, for me, honestly speaking, I like a certain kind of Twitter feed because it's kind of textual. You can have some funny sort of people out there. But these whole this whole world of memes and emojis, like I'm sure you're, you have um, software that reads out to you, so it reads out these uh, emojis in a certain way, like shrugging shoulders or face with tears of joy. And um, it, it, it's weird that you have to adapt to it, but I'm sure you know you want to be there in some, in some way so to be relevant. Um, but... But I'll tell you, sorry, sorry, Sandeep, if I may interrupt, but yeah, interestingly, yeah. I'll tell you, 
I don't even use um, uh, these screen readers. And again, this this might surprise a lot of people when they'll say, "Hey, what is it? What is going on?" You know, yeah. On one side, you are saying you are visually challenged. Uh, you've got limited sight. You're still working on the on the phone. How do you really do it? I'm like, wait. There is, and that's the beautiful world we live in, mm. uh, where there is full sight on one end, there is complete blindness on the other, and somewhere in the between we are we are hanging. Now, I, as I'm talking to more and more people, and glad to you, you and I got connected, and thanks to another very funny gentleman uh, with whom I got connected, and then in turn he got connected me to you. Yeah. But uh, and I recall one of the things that he told me when when he spoke to me about you, uh, he said, "Hey, you know, there's this funny guy Sandeep uh, in Bangalore. Interestingly, he can't see at uh, I don't know how many feet stage you have. He can't see. I think it's thirty. He said. He said he can't see a thirty feet stage." but he can balance a glass of alcohol <laughs> on his head so well. I'm like, you know, uh, uh, maybe you may want to call it magic, but that's the world we live in. Yeah. I mean, people get amazed when I walk into the boardrooms, when I'm giving out of the presentation, when I'm giving out presentations to some very, very sophisticated, tight fist people. And later they get to know, well, I couldn't under, I couldn't see even a single line on on that presentation. And they're like, "How do you do it?" Like, yeah, actually, yeah. I want to Rahul, I want to talk about that first, just to give context. I, mean, I really don't know what the condition you have is. I mean, we connect on certain uh, points that you and I experience being in the sort of fraternity of being visually impaired, but. As you said, it's very uh, vast. The conditions, the the differences, the nuances of each person is very different from one to another. So, what is your condition that you have, and since when have you had it? Okay, so let me. Uh, I will try to keep it as simple uh, for the large audience to understand. So, when I was born, I was born without vision in one eye, and the other eye was sort of a better eye. I I had a far better vision. It's a situation called coloboma where your eyeball in the most simplistic way is not round, but mm. it's more like a rugby ball. So it's oval. So what really happens, your retina ah. where your picture gets formed mm. doesn't get fully developed. Oh, so the retina itself is not fully formed as a result of yes. this misshapen eyeball. Perfect. So ah. if, you, if you think of a wall, so it's a wall where some bricks are missing on day one. Mm. Now, um, at, at that time, doctors... Uh, predicted that by the time I get 11 or 12, I'm going to have a situation where the layers of retina, so retina interestingly is, is, has got some, I don't know, 10 or 11 layers, mm. and they start getting detached and the vision oh. formation drops. So by, 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 and it so happened by the time I was 12, uh, I suddenly realized that my vision dropped to around four or 5%. And I think oh, one okay. of the, the things that it's very important here. We, we often, a lot of people with vision impairment tend to take their situation as is without really thinking, mm. um, you know, nothing is gonna change. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna be like this, uh, can doctors help? But, you know, had I been probably seeing the doctors uh, on, a, on a completely regular basis mm. uh, and, and just going to the right guy without worrying about, oh, I may have to travel too much, so let me just go to the neighbor. Mm. But uh, anyways, maybe we can talk on that in a bit. But yeah, uh, I think you're right. You just settle for, okay, this is my situation as opposed yeah. to owning it, right? I think owning your disability is important. <laughs> sure, sure. So then the, so then my vision in this eye dropped fairly low. So prior to this, I could read a, I could read stack of comic books. Mm. But then my vision dropped to a level where suddenly my light perception dropped. 
and doctors um, had to stick the retina back so they used something very funny uh, like a, they used an oil uh, to put these back and when they removed the eye interestingly i do i still see some bubbles in my eye uh, <laughs> it's very funny because it's um, like those guys who tint your car windows right and they don't get it right <laughs> I, in fact uh, when i was a child i remember uh, outside these ma- marriages there used to be this guy selling balloons and there was this funny video game you know, almost 30 years back where you press a button and there are these rings in water which oh you- yes i know exactly what you're talking about man it's Fucking those those things you, you keep pressing a button it's like jets of water shoots these Absolutely. things out. Oh, I mean, first of all, for context, most people now listening in whatever age group can't even, don't even know yeah, those balloon walas, right? Like, <laughs> man, they had those pistols, they had those whistles, and we didn't care how who put their mouth on those whistles before we did. We kept blowing away, dude. <laughs> I mean, not blowing away, just for people with a dirty mind, we blew the whistles. <laughs> But yeah, right. Like people ask me, like you just mentioned this, and they're like, "But how did you play that game?" Like my my point is, we we you know I think you were born with this. I was diagnosed early with this. I mean, we just did what we could to be normal, right? We just were like, you know what? This is the games available. We're not going to say can we have adaptive tech. We didn't have the words like adaptive and everything. Dude, other kids are doing it. <laughs> Fucking do it, right? Yeah. yeah, it was the brain which was adapting to the situation. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah. just to finish the story, so yeah. Uh, uh, so I. Uh, Uh, you know the doctor stuck it back i my vision got restored to almost um uh 20% so just to give context when anybody who goes to an eye check um i could see the top le- letter written on that chart the from big one I the think it's an one. E, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I so, I, 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 as a child, I remember, you know, I used yeah. to memorize this, so not to give goosebumps to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that they never changed it. They haven't changed it yet, have they? Um, so there, I think doctors have got a little smarter. Um, <laughs> I don't know why we try to cheat the doctor the first yeah. of all. <laughs> But, uh, I, I think we were just cheating ourselves. So doctor, yeah. what they do? They, in fact, this time when I went to the doctor, the doctor said, "Okay, let me just try to turn the situation upside down." I said, "Here, doctor, you know, thirty-seven years, I know what all you can do now." Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so that happened. Uh, it went fine till two thousand six, when again I realized that I developed the situation. Called glaucoma. Now, glaucoma is okay. a situation where your optic nerve starts to deteriorate over time, and mm. uh, uh, so our eye is again. Uh, I don't know why these balloons are coming back and back, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but our eye is like a balloon where there's water inside, uh, mm. something like water. If you blow, if you put a lot of water in this balloon, the bo- the balloon is going to burst. Yeah. If you take a lot of water out. the balloon is going to shrink so you need the right pressure to be inside this water. yeah i think that's a really nice example because you know just to explain glaucoma for someone who's never uh, gone for a test or even sure. heard of it i think this is a really good analogy because i was trying to figure out how you going to uh, think because what's happening with the optic nerve here is there's it's it's kind of under strain where it's being pulled right it's kind of like that ro- that string which is attached to the balloon which is trying to float away perfect so right. well well put so then uh, i developed the situation i think doctors in india were pretty hesitant to do any sort of surgery on me because they said hey you've got only you know this much vision if you do anything anything goes wrong with luck yeah. uh, long story short 2015 i was in london one of the doctors said hey it's such a simple thing let me just do it i don't, I don't want you to be on uh, high pressures i don't want you to be on so many drops forever in life yeah. i i still remember one of the doctors just came up to me uh, and i uh, i think it he he's he was a greek he came uh, sandeep he kept his hand on on my hand he said boy make a choice uh, you know 
we, we can take care and but i could see the confidence in his voice i said mm. okay go ahead it's just do what you want yeah they uh, now they did that surgery they patched my eye they patched the retina now i've got this little vein um going uh, going through my eye which manages this pressure now rather than some two seven or eight drops i'm left with one and from my vision perspective how much can i see um so i do have a central vision um, okay okay you have central I, vision okay i do i do my periphery so what happens in glaucoma so you have central in both eyes uh, no no my one eye is fully blind since birth okay so that one eye but okay that's the one with the uh, the, the the condition you mentioned all all yeah. um, so, I, i can't remember the name no no so the coloboma is on the left eye the right eye is fully retinal detached which means all okay. the layers of the retina are not there um and so oh, wait okay got it so your right eye is completely gone from retinal detachment your left eye has been restored after the surgery in 2015 yes okay yes. got it okay. and retinal deta- and the right eye could not be anything could be done because it was a by birth defect right so the detachment was too severe for them to do Absolutely. a like a tent Absolutely. film job with bubbles in it so you have bubbles only in one eye okay yeah yeah i only have bubbles in one <laughs> okay. eye okay no because you just mentioned something very very interesting right like a lot of times because of the the fear of the unknown right like oh my god let me at least hold on to this as opposed to not knowing what's going to end up as a result of this surgery being um a success or failure i think just that fear of not knowing fear of the, the inability to let go of your present situation sometimes of course you know it might be for the better because you know you might as well say hey at least i have what i have but what with what you did it's mainly because of what that doctor did in uh, that situation which was inspire confidence and to just draw a parallel with what you're doing is you inspire confidence to a group of very different people and that's something which i find baffling because you are okay for all practical purposes blind and more blind than visually impaired because you have only one eye that works and even within that space you have limited vision and you technically you know would be portrayed as someone who a lot of people wouldn't trust in a sort of big position with a lot of responsibility and most importantly what i'm coming to is you're doing something that people really are sort of aspiring to do which is make more money spend more money save more money invest more money and when it comes to money people don't fuck around in our world in especially our country they're like dude it's my money i earned it and i want the most awe inspiring and the most safe person to handle my money and sadly a lot of times they sort of get misled and then next thing you know you're ending up with these huge scams where people have just sort of siphoned off trillions and millions of rupees or dollars or whatever the currency is but you are in a place where you are sort of spearheading and leading a big team of people so can you just in very basic terms because i might get confused as well in with the banking terminology you are this person at this point in a space at an institution heading a big team so what are you doing in the space of banking and money so people have context so we can sort of marry both these things later yeah i'll try to keep it as simple in fact uh, just before that i'll i'll take a quick step back you talked about faith mm-hmm. i recall when i was completing my uh, masters uh, sorry that was my final year at uh, at my graduation i i I'd, i'm an economics grad i mm. went to st stephen's did my bachelor's there i went to delhi school i think to the most prestigious places but yeah when i was in my final year uh, l- l- look at how faith is i was in final year uh, uh, of my graduation i'm waiting for my results i go to uh, college the results are out i see something funny written there it says later if necessary i'm like what do you mean uh, results are necessary right yeah. um 
And uh, uh, long story short, we figured out what's happening. They said, hey, it's a case of fraud. And interestingly, 2004, this event happened. And our then, uh, uh, you know, our then Prime Minister, Manmohan Singh, had just taken oath. And his son-in-law was incidentally my invigilator. I'm like, okay, anything going wrong, yeah. I can't be doing cheating in <laughs> front of the Prime Minister's son-in-law, right, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, with the SPG standing up. Now, yeah. the guy said, hey, I was throughout with you. I didn't see anything wrong. When we went and uh, to the dean's office, we realized uh, somebody had written, a person with visual impairment cannot draw diagrams. Like, okay. Uh, and I started laughing. And my dad is like, what's going on here? You, you can't be laughing at this moment. I'm like, dad, ask them to uh, put a blindfold on my eye. It, I mean, think how blind people are in their mind. Even if now you ask me to draw a few, few lines, it's just some crisscross. And if, if I know, I, I can do it with my eyes closed. They actually got a handwriting expert. You, I mean, it, 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 it was some circus going on there. My and, uh, and next day I rushed to, uh, to pick my Delhi school exam. And I'm like, hey, you know, I got passed. And, and the director then like, are you Rahul Gupta? I'm like, okay, uh, how do you know me? Uh, you've mm -hmm. not seen me. He said, incidentally, um, uh, you have taken the numerical position in the entrance exam. And and you, we were just wondering where this boy is. Like, okay. Oh, so, wow, man, that's that's. <laughs> but it's all about faith, and I it's think, faith. Uh, yeah, but faith. And another thing you importantly mention is that people think when the eyes go, that everything else goes with it. But no, you've developed your 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 tactile sense of hearing, sense of smell, and all of that adds in to these things like drawing diagrams. Like I can't sign to save the life. Save the life, I'm saying. Save my ex. I can't say. For the life of me, I can't sign now. And people keep calling the bank. We've dishonored this check, dishonored that check. Not like I'm signing checks left, left, right and center. But it, it tends to happen where people associate the most important um, duties or responsibilities or acts in life with sight. So I feel you're saying this thing with faith. You've, you're in a place now where you are in a position where a lot of trust is placed. So sure. can you talk about what yeah. you do and how... You got to that place even. I will. So how I got to this place is again a point of faith. I remember sitting through various placements and I was interviewed by some of the global corporates. And despite the director's assurance that, you know, I, so I remember being interviewed by one of the top investment banks of that time and uh, cleared some 12 rounds, but finally got dropped because of vision. And because of vision? Doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they said, That's uh, you know, and uh, there then came these two gentlemen, one of the, uh, our then senior leader in HR, God bless him, he's no more in this uh, uh, living world. Um, and our a very senior colleague who still continues to be in the organization. So they came forth and they said, what do you care for? I said, I care for a large screen, I care for a scanner. And you know, it is just that one moment of faith. Now mm. that of course gave me an opportunity to get him. Um, Yes, things were not very easy in the initial days. I remember I, I got into this uh, institution uh, just for legality. I mean, I will refrain from taking names, but uh, people, yeah. as they Google me, they'll know where, where I work and what I, what I do. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you what I do. So uh, there is uh, uh, this team, they, they, they had full faith in me. Uh, they they gave me an opportunity. I but I remember, and you talked about check uh, any as part of my initial training. So I joined the bank along with some forty six other management trainees who joined from institutions like um, the I am I different IMs FMS mm. blah blah blah. And I got this check in my hand, and I'm like, well, 
I can't match the signatures. What do I do? Yeah. And I, I went back to the doctors. And doctors, you know, Sandeep, 22 years of my life, again, for everything, I keep saying this, for everything, you just need that one person. There's this angel who came, the doctor, and said, I'll give you something like a Gandhian glass. I call them Gandhian because they look very cute. Mm. Um, um, uh, these are round shape, 24 plus uh, power. So these right. are super magnified and I could read. I, I, could, uh, I, I could then see. And, right. and then I've had, yes, various positions of responsibility. There was enough thing on my shoulder. Uh, one of the messages that I want to lead back, I think people, people get complacent when they get in. But I think the real job starts when you open the door, when you get in. Yeah. And then you keep proving to the organization. I remember... Um, uh, you know, filling up those balance sheets on a tiny uh, four-inch screen on my on my phone. I used to wear these Gandhian glasses, look at the balance sheet, punch the numbers, mm. and I think to instill faith in my clients. You you asked me the right question. Yeah. Why do clients believe that I can manage the money? I think for them, it I'll I'll say it was easier because they could see that I'm representing an organization which is large enough. And yeah. if that organization is standing strong behind me, and thank God this organization has been with me all these years. I've had yeah. phenomenal journeys. I, In fact, I was in London leading our subsidiary. And so I've not just been in India. I've, I've had a chance to, to lead an Indian institution in, in a foreign land. In fact, one of the most mature geographies. Now what I do, I, I work with some hot money coming into India um, uh, doing, so, so I help people uh, find right capital structures. I'm not complicated more, it'll just get too boring. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, I, I, I actually want to talk stuff. about something here, which is, you know, this, just take, and this is the beauty of it, right? It's, it's one aspect which we're talking about here, which is you and I share is the visual impairment maybe. Um, Maybe other things as well, common interests, etc. But your number one, your aptitude, your willingness to sort of put in those, you know, crunch in those numbers, get those glasses, um, which aren't easy to wear. Trust me, I've got the offer of wearing telescopic lenses in school. And first of all, the stigma. Second of all, the burden. And it's more than all of that. Take take out the disability element. It's your willingness to be a little bit more committed to finding a solution. Like you can get all of it at your doorstep. You can get all the low visual aids. And of course, it's another issue to figure out what it is and whether we have enough in our country. But you can have all of it at your disposal. But if you don't use it, then you can't blame your disability. And you didn't choose to do that. You just said, screw it, I'm going to take what I need and you're at this place now. And that's amazing, right? It's not the fact that, I mean, yes, of course, I want to talk about the other other elements, not your team, of course, you said they back you, your company backs you, you're at this place right now. And it's mainly because your aptitude for it and your dedication and your willingness to put in those hours, put in those days to say, you know what, dude, I'm going to not let the disability be the be the issue at hand or something that people look at when they look at me i want them to look at me and go wait a second the 15 20 other things that we look at uh, or that comes to our mind when we think of rahul at this position which is his dedication his smart his intellect his willingness to sort of give the best solutions or whatever the capital structures i don't know exactly if that's the right term but that's what they look at and 
how do you, uh, the question, I, it's not really a question, but you know when you walk into a boardroom and then you're walking in these high-flying uh, situations with maybe gala dinners or whatever the thing may be across the board and the boardroom, you have these situations where in, in, in I, maybe it's a misconception, but in the world of finance, in the world of big money or in the world of the corporate sort of um, the, the higher echelons of corporate power, there is a certain image of a suited booted or even if it's a woman or man a suited booted confident person walking into a room and this is something which you probably have been um conditioned to by big by big hollywood movies by big sort of these 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 kind of ads uh, and the various influences that condition us into believing these things of a certain person a certain job so how do you deal with that when you walk into a room um when when because you know you you already have uh, and people already believe that, okay, Rahul Gupta, the name already comes with confidence, right? That this guy is the top of what he does. There's a team who believes in him. There's a company that believes in him. But when you physically walk in, leave all the other things that people trust you with, is there still a sense of like, who's that guy who can't see? Yeah, so you, I think, have to find your ways. And I think you just get smarter by time. But, yeah. uh, uh, you know, of course, there's all, one needs to have that go-getter attitude. Um, I, I keep telling this to people, you got to dream. You got to dream. There is no other way. You have to have that hunger to make it to the next level. Every time you take one notch up, try to aspire to go that level up. But you are right. Uh, I still have my nervous moments. For example, when I walk into these gala dinners, clearly I can't see the person who is walking up to me. I've had yeah. situations where I miss out on some of the influential people. At, at that time. Uh -huh. and, and does that affect your business? So, so just to in, just interject over there, is it like when you when you mess up like either a handshake or you don't recognize the most powerful person in the room? Because these are important kind of, I wouldn't call it soft skills, but these are the unsaid uh, networking opportunities that kind of get you to the next level or get your bank more business or whatever it may be, right? I, I maybe, I could be. But again, uh, Sandeep, the way I look at it, maybe out of, uh, if there were 10 such opportunities, I could not... Uh, I at least in the in these scenarios, even if I apply an 80-20 rule and I say, okay, I could not get those eight people right out of 10, but even if I go and meet those two. Yeah. Uh, I, so I have never stopped worrying about, okay, oh God, why well, you know, why did I not get to meet those 10 people? Yeah, Can yeah, I make yeah. those two people actually my ambassador? Then yeah. to reach out to the balance sheet and say, hey, you know, maybe <laughs> yeah. you didn't miss him or maybe. Um, you know, there is the there is a way you would have looked at the, this guy, but he knows how to give you a solution. And yeah. uh, so I think I am now I'm very clear in my head. I don't really want to worry about what I miss. I just want to take care of what I have. I yeah. just want to look at what is it, how can I maximize it? But the bottom of everything is you have to have that hunger. Every time you take a step up, I I do have those situations where I walk into a um, boardroom or or a, or a meeting room and there's this shiny glass uh, there and I'll bang my head. Now, one choice. Oh shit! I have that is that to... that uh, that does uh, probably deal a big um, blow to your. I, I don't think that the, especially the glass thing, right? Uh, the reason I interrupt you here is because it's such a mortal fear and not physical pain or physical, it's just such a fucking embarrassing thing. However old a confidence you are, it's still just that, that, that awkward bang. You're like, oh man, it almost like, I mean, it feels like all the things I've done is un sort of wound by that incident, you know? And I'll tell you, uh, Sandeep, to be honest, 
if anybody at that moment so you know the client can have uh, or, or the counterparty uh, let me just not call it client because it could be internal stakeholder the external stakeholder. yeah 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 they 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 have few choices they take you as is they underestimate you they overestimate you i think the power is you yeah. got to you got to convert each situation right i mean if you underestimate me sorry your problem uh I'm man you know it's not I... even that on estimation you know i'll give you an example of what happened this is not even with the glass door i'm where uh, i've gone to university in in wales uh and my mom's friends old sort of contemporary in swansea decides to call my mom and i for dinner and then we sit at the dining table it's her husband it's her it's my mom and i there's four of us small dinner and i think she had made like a roast and i'm like i don't eat a ro- i don't eat meat at that time i didn't eat pork whatever it may be and then uh sort of one of these sort of sainsburys kind of uh uh kind of uh, ready to eat meals and i wanted to put salt in the vegetables or something and i didn't know that it was wasn't a salt shaker it was a spoon which you kind of dip into the thing and put i just overturned the whole salt and yeah they 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 were completely kind and they think but i felt so unworthy going what the fuck are you doing yeah, right i mean you of course have these moments i think uh, yeah. socially they uh, but i think as you grow you you just got to say okay maybe i uh, as i said i i may have i may get uh, two things three things five things wrong but yeah. there are also some other things that i get right so what no, and I- that's the most important thing you don't and that's something which set me back you you, you kind of look these moments why, why like why should this even affect me this happened in 2001 it's 2021 but still you know you're right because if you let these things where you either walk into a glass door or if someone important at a gala dinner shakes offers their hand and you don't shake it and these are all things which you know people are oh and and it's people will always around you people around you will always be like oh that was embarrassing not not in a cruel way but they will be there to remind you in some way but if you let that bog you down and i, I love what you just said is like you the eight things might not have happened but the two things the two situations the two encounters the two clients the two the two meetings whatever it may be and you've chosen and i think that's important for whoever's listening and i think this is something which i've sort of adapted and adopted and adapted to is man you can't you can't you know constantly be playing to other people's narratives or you can't keep looking at what went wrong or what um, didn't happen in that particular way for the best outcome but you know we might not have a success rate of 100% and who does but if we let the 90% uh, or the 90% failure or the 90% that didn't work out let bog us down or the 90% that doesn't go in our favor to bog us down then you know there's there's no really sort of putting your head above water right absolutely and i think you know the minute you get those 10 things uh, you know that 10% right you know how to magnify it now uh, i'll put it to business context it's it's very simple now as an organization i think with 15 years being there now they know that you mm. know you waste anything onto his hand um, he is going to just magnify it all because um, now I, there has been these series of successful moments yeah and besides i think if all stakeholders what they care for our, our results right we live in a very mm. capitalist world yeah. now if i am the one who could stand in front of the management and give that assurance to all stakeholders that yeah. you know we are aligned to the vision yeah. we can we are we are committed in all truthfulness and the the minute you have that honesty and that commit uh, the the honesty commitment and passion to do something people eventually will have no choice but to start believing in as they see results i think they, these the other things start to demystify uh, uh, start to demystify yeah 
and yeah uh, uh, don't i get uh, questioned on these things till now does this not bother some people maybe but uh, i think if earlier it used to bother eight people perhaps out of those 10 it now only bothers two people and do yeah. i really have to worry about those no i can't because yeah and it's your energy right you don't give a shit i mean not give a shit but you don't really care because the thing is it's it's not you can't break your head about what they are feeling insecure whether they want to bring you down and this this sort of attitude you're talking about is that i can only do what i can do it sort of then sort of translates to this energy which kind of dispels or kind of like repels people who try to bring you like it they can't latch on to anything i mean of course they can but you don't let that bother you you know absolutely and i think uh, you know there is one thing that uh, and again it's not a, a phrase for arrogance yeah. but one of the things that i i I've, i've been constantly narrating uh, to myself is i am the best now what i mean by that if somebody else can do something why can't i now uh, of course i will i will not take a car on the road and trash 10 people because mm. you know then i'm playing with somebody else but if somebody maybe it takes me an ex- extra effort um if somebody um if somebody can solve for a legal problem mm. by reading through those documents well yeah. i think i have uh, i have uh, I, i'm an educated guy i i can read maybe i may have to uh, spend some extra 3 hours 4 hours that's okay right and i think now it's it's become a habit that uh, uh, i i recall one of the one of the beautiful phrases said by dr a late uh, president dr apj abdul kalam that if you win at once um, Uh, and you lose it the second time people say maybe the first for the fluke but when you consistently win uh, or when you d- derive a pattern in whatever form uh, the, uh, even if i'll say you you cons- consistently lose uh, there it, you know the law of probability will still apply you, you may have those 30 losses but you got to have one success and that one success yeah. the message again you can't worry about people who say how many losses he had but you you want to care about people who say he at least try and mm-hmm. i can promise you i i i've been now working with able professionals again with some of the best you know coming out of the best universities the ability to keep trying is not really there in everybody uh, to my yeah. mind it is it is it is not in more than 2% people who believe they yeah. can make a difference and you know that's one thing i'd like to add to is then the community of people with um, i wouldn't like to call it, i i kind of uh, don't like that idea of community uh, in well i like the idea of community what i mean is bracketing people as the same because they have a disability that's what i don't want to do because it's very very individual it's very different it's so many other concepts contexts that sort of come into play but what i mean by um this ability to to keep trying right that there's a lot of people especially since we're talking about you and I who have a visual impairment or disability it may not be success stories in the conventional sense when people say oh disabled people climb mountains and they do they they make amazing art without limbs or of course there are great artists and the great inspi- inspirational stories about people without um you know certain uh, physical uh, abilities doing great physical feats but it's this resilience to say okay life's thrown this shit at me I'm not going to just sort of take it every day because just living every day in itself is trying and trying and trying and it takes a lot of attempts and I really really love that spirit man. I completely agree. In fact, uh, you know, yes you and I keep hearing about a lot of these stories. Uh, 
I think media again has a big role to play. It's about where the spotlight yeah, is. Yeah, I want to talk about them next. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where the spotlight is, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, probably the kind of work I do doesn't really get to have cameras around it. But yeah. um, but but does the hard work get paid off? I think yes. Um, yeah. uh, it, it's amazing when I hear from competition. Uh, yeah. The where, you know we we keep interacting, we keep interviewing candidates. It's nice to hear when people come and tell you, or maybe from very different sources. Hey, you know, we heard of you uh, yeah. from the relevant community. I mean, banking banking as an industry, unless you reach that top spot, um, you tend to maintain that low profile. And yeah. I think there was also a reason uh, people do tend to ask me. You know, for, for the longest time, you've, you've not been doing it. How come what got you here? I said, right. you know, 15 years. Um, I now believe, I think people people have at least got settled with the idea that this guy knows how to make yeah. it. So I don't he's doing have something read, right. He's, he's doing least, something right. He's not reading it upside down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's not trying to get the spotlight for, for, for bloody just the sake of it. Correct. I think he, he knows his script. He has yeah. done it enough and more. You can't take him seriously. So I think... Uh, yeah, man, uh, that's a nice feeling. You know that you're reputation i mean sometimes it can be you know a double edged sword but in you know it's it's kind of it's kind of nice and i i know completely feel you when you and it's not i know exactly it 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 might sound like arrogance but you really have put in the time and the effort and i think with anything right like when I, I feel you shouldn't really be known for one particular thing, like in the sense, the disabled guy or the 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 husband or i mean all of it goes into making you right but it's nice sometimes that your your prowess at a certain um, at a certain skill or maybe your 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 sort of ability or your 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 the, the the fact that you have certain accolades in a certain space in a certain kind of role when it precedes you it does feel good to hear of that going man Raul, you're good we heard that yeah. you're really good really great on but sadly i wouldn't say sadly correct me if i'm wrong but then as a result you kind of go into the space where they call you for these panel as an expert can you talk you've been on some right i i've been on a couple in fact uh, how are those Oh, they've been amazing. In fact, I was very recently on one of those and we were talking about media. We were on one of the panels with media and these guys constantly have been talking about, hey, you know, we don't get stories. Yeah. How we, we don't get to know a lot about this. No, I think this is a panel on a panel as a visually impaired person or yes, as yes. a blind banker. <laughs> so, okay, I'll, I'll touch on both. Okay. So, no, so this is uh, the former, which is as somebody visually challenged. And I'm like, ah. okay, hold on. After listening to this for some 15, 20, 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, give it a break. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you all are talking about media. I said, you want stories? You don't need to, you don't need me to give you a story. I said, just go talk in your organization. You, you are some thousand uh, or 10,000 people organization. Just go and say, we want 15% of the population in our workforce to be. Uh, Especially able. I said, that's yeah. it. You will have all stories with you. Yeah, but that's 50, yes, 150 I, stories right there. 150 I mean, stories yeah. right there. Bang on. Hey, yeah, I can see, do, you, I can do maths, bro. No, like, you're I mean, with any yeah, any yeah, yeah. job openings? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Comedy yeah, isn't paying. <laughs> uh, uh, pass me a CV, uh, CV. I don't have a CV. Please don't make me do that no, torturous no. thing. Oh God, <laughs> it, it brings back nightmares, man. Like, oh my God, writing that mission statement. What are your, <laughs> what are your hard skills? My hard skills, dude, I can do Microsoft Word. That was my primary thing. <laughs> my interest uh, yes, in hobby I section mean, was like five pages. <laughs> I know. And I, I've been um, and I've been on some of these uh, business panel discussions 
In fact, I've had a good fortune of when I was in London, I rep- uh, I've been speaker at some of the places like the the prestigious Oxford University. Yeah, I I was a part of the Institute of Directors uh, talking about India UK relationships uh, and various yeah. yeah. But and at that time, I think what matters is my sheer knowledge and my ability and skill set as a banker. And, yeah. and at that time, my level of visual impairment doesn't really matter. Yeah, and that's the thing which is so amazing is that people th- have this, and I brought this up up top when I introduced you, is people have this sort of notion, and I don't want to against generalizing people, right? Sadly, I have to use the word people, but there are a certain uh, there's a certain school of thought within, um, I'd say, a larger percentage than a smaller percentage of people. That, you know, and, and of course, times are changing, we'll come to that, but that, that assign a certain way in which a disabled person or, you know, another kind of person when as they label it should live, whether in a certain kind of space, whether it's a certain kind of job, whether it's a certain kind of expression, whether it's a certain kind of thing. They're like, it's almost like this pocket is where you need to be and don't put your, don't, don't let your head pop out of that bucket because I'll put it back down. But when you have this thing where you're just like, you know what, I don't, uh, I might initially be sort of looked at, okay, here comes the guy who can't see. But once you start knowing and owning your space, whether it's as a banker, or once you kind of get past that thing of the visual impairment, in my case, okay, oh, why is he walked onto stage and holding the mic funnily? But once you get into the third joke, which is killed, or has got a huge laugh, I feel people are like, okay, you know what, uh, there's more to this guy than more to this, yeah. this initial impression. So I, yeah. uh, that's what I want to sort of celebrate in this conversation is not your inspirational story or your journey, but it's that fact that, you know, look past this particular thing. And, you know, I think once you look past it, you're able to see the good and the bad. And of course, we're all good and bad. We're not just the ideal sort of celebration of hope and inspiration. We all are human beings, man. We we fuck up. We talk shit. We drink a few too many drinks once in a while. We we have the same problem. So if you humanize... <laughs> sorry? No, no, I'm saying ki, uh, and, and we also then get to spoil some of those parties with a lot of Absolutely. drinking. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, you, you said it so well. I think the minute you own what you do, yeah. see, I don't get elevations. I don't get my variables or my salary yeah. because, oh, I'm a visually challenged guy. Oh, bullshit. Uh, That's the first thing that they're going to discount. Like in the sense, they'll give you provisions. In fact, but, I, I will yeah. shoot myself in the head. If, if anybody yeah. ever is going to talk to me, you know, I remember the first thing that I told um, uh, you know, the organization while recruiting me, I said the day, and, and that's more of a banker's language, yeah. but the day you think I'm, 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 I'm a liability than an asset, just throw me out of the organization and you got yeah. my, got my signature. And so, I hate I, that feel bad for me. I mean, because I'm, there's another thing and you know, I'm going to come across and at the risk of sounding like a blind wanker, not a, <laughs> I had to slip that in from that time. I'm like blind banker means blind wanker. But <laughs> no, the thing is, see what your story does is that it gives the sense of, okay, come on guys, get, get past it, give us a fair chance. And if we fail, then fair enough. But now you have this entire community of people and I've called them the community of the victim people, right? Like my problem's bigger than your problem. Come on, can you do something? I bu- And they've used the blame know, game. Then keep trying, then keep trying. Because- yeah, I know they blame establishment. Of course, you know, I, I don't want at any, at any cost to sound like everyone's problems are easy and hard. And uh, you know, there, there are so many, the world is full of problems, dude. Everyone has a tough situation here. Just living life on this planet is fucking hard. Whether you want to, you, uh, now the problem is people using the blame 
blame thing. Oh, he has privilege. It's easier for him. She has this. I'm like, she's white. It's I'm like, none of that will serve yeah, you in the so long run. Yeah, they're major, so they can say this. Yeah, so in their mind, yeah. so they will say, oh, you know, you have already made it, so you can say it all. But, no, but it doesn't uh, serve you. At the end of the day, you keep using those things and blaming others or using these things to point at someone else. You are going to suffer at the end, is what I'm trying to, in fact, uh, you know, yeah. highlight to your stories that you can keep pointing, saying, I have it hard, I have it. Who's going to suffer at the end of it? You, right? But, and, and Sandeep, bang on, because this is something, uh, in fact, forget specially, but I think this is the, and one of the reasons when I, when I, when you and I spoke and we said, okay, can we have more positive discussions around this? Because the idea is, uh, yes, you you are surrounded by people who have a problem of clipping. And I, w- I was having a chat with some colleagues the other day. I'm like, look at, uh, you know, if people look around and look at the lives of people who clip. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and at this time, I'm saying the entire universe, right? Able, yeah. especially able, whatever. Because because I think everybody is, uh, is disabled in some form. Uh, could yeah. be thinking emotional, whatever. So let's not have those jargons. But uh, yeah. But the, but the thing is, the people who crip, they get stuck in life. Yeah. Now you have a choice. Yeah. Yeah, you The minute you own it, you say, okay. I t- And uh, I recall when I was in grade 10th, I think, the uh, no, grade 12th. Yeah. Uh, there, was, there used to be this subject called business studies, which, mm. which I never understood. The, uh, <laughs> interestingly, and now I'm a banker talking about corporate yeah. structure. But then there was this phenomenal thing around three things. Responsibility, accountability, authority. Yeah. If you demand authority, be responsible and be accountable. You can't pick one of the three and say, I'm, go- I'm not going to worry about the other two. And well, what is it again? Responsibility, authority, and accountability. Yes. So yeah, if, yeah, I seek, uh, if I seek authority about something, incidentally, in Spider-Man, they said it, right? Uh, with great uh, with power. great authority. With uh, great power great comes, yeah. yeah. But, in, but you also get accountability along with it. No, absolutely. Like, I think if you can instill faith, that's faith and you can inspire confidence. Those are things which attribute to authority, right? Like if you know your shit, then people are like, okay, this guy knows his shit. But if you know your shit and you're not, and if you're going to flaunt it without being accountable or responsible about how you kind of use that information or that knowledge, it's, it's absolutely, it you're becomes, a half profession. You're a half individual. Absolutely. Half it swings. One. And you know, one thing I want to add to this, uh, Raul, is like you have these now with the internet and with the the independence of unconventional success that people can reach as a result of a YouTube channel that that goes viral or content creators. What tends to happen is that there's more things to point at going, why can't I get a piece of that pie? Simultaneously, messages being driven going that you are amazing. You can, you can be <laughs> a billionaire. Look at the story of this man who made it from zero cents to a billion cents. And, and people are hearing all these things going, why the fuck am I not getting the piece of this pie? And then you have within the community and you have people going, but we are the disabled community. We are the blind community. We are the gay community. We are the LGBT. I'm saying none of these things are communities, right? They're just some people trying to bucket people, uh, sorry, put these people into these buckets and let them not grow. But honestly, the community, which is the biggest problem right now, are these community of cribbers, every group of people has them. Uh, and they just sit there, feel bad for themselves going, oh, because of that situation, we are here, we can't get out of it. And that message is driving. And whether it's right, left, whether it's disabled, non-disabled, whether it's men, women, this community of cribbers have people from all these groups, from all these kind of people. And they are kind of like holding back the progress of people at large. In fact, Sandeep, I think at the end of this uh, uh, audio, if people can take one message away that it's important to celebrate and not crave, while yeah. both have a C there, 
Yeah. Uh, well, which again, I mean, that's the episode's motivation. title. I think it sounds good. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, Rahul, thanks for giving me that, man. You've done more than being a guest. You give me an episode title as well. <laughs> Celebrate Not Crib. Yeah, because I, I, I don't want to, you know, because you're visually impaired on this episode, I don't want to be like visually impaired banker. And the, I mean, that's oh, no, typically. Please, please. Yeah. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to come to Bangalore and shoot you for that. <laughs> I hope because... that, that's soon, by the way, I think, <laughs> coming next week. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I'm planning. Uh, because see, I, you're different. I'm different, bro. I mean, you know, simple as that. You are. Rahul, I'm Sandeep. We have a bunch of stuff that goes into making us. Uh, I can't do what you do and you probably can do what I do, but we do it because we love doing what we do. And that's such a, such a confusing yeah, statement. I just got confused with what I just said. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, but, but, but yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think, see, if we are able to pass this message of, yeah. of celebrating, yeah. I, don't we have a problem? I'm sure you and I have got a bunch of problems. And my eyesight is the least of it. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree. I mean, <laughs> if, I, if I put a towel on the bed, and my wet towel on the bed, I think that's a bigger problem for me. because Yeah, and we have anger issues. We have other issues. We have, I mean, some of it might sprout from this. But as a fundamental difference, you as a human being are different from me as a human being. Now, we might connect on a couple of points, which are things that we share, uh, as opposed to, like, you know, because of the time we live in, the country we live in, the, the, the sort of gender we share. Um, we have certain common points. But, man, that is so insignificant compared to the differences that make us unique, you know? And I think one needs to realize, uh, in fact, uh, very interestingly, I, um, you know, I was, uh, I, I recently got a coach or a leadership coach to talk to me mm-hmm. because, uh, b- because the point for me was, okay, uh, what next, right? What next I need to do and as, yeah. a, as a professional. And one of the things, uh, the, uh, this, this amazing coach got me to realize you got to love your situation, whether it's mm. your personal situation or your professional situation. Yeah, I, I had my own share of problems. Of I, I, uh, I did open it up uh, completely. And one of the things she told me, uh, and um, uh, I think uh, at times you just need that one person. One, uh, In fact, I'll be very happy if at the end of that, I don't know, you've got some uh, phenomenal number of followers. If even one at the end of it could, could write back and say, hey, you know, today I love my situation. I yeah. love where I am. Yeah. I think that's where we would have done it. And, yeah. and and this then has to encompass everybody. You have a choice, yeah. feel sorry. You have a choice, just feel happy. Just go and say, I will do it. I can do it. People ask me, what do you care to do? I said, I want to be a brand. And they said, brand in what sense? I, I said, I am I'm known not for my vision. I am not for, for being an passionate professional. I want to be known for that. For, from the vision part of it, if I'm able to light more candles, if you and I through these mediums can, can light more candles, I think our job is done. Very funnily, I had somebody who walked up to me and said, hey, you know, there is somebody, uh, 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 you know, uh, specially abled in the finance world who, who is so celebrated. Why, you know, I looked into the uh, person and said, Thank you for being concerned. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, now how can you help me in this? Now, yeah. uh, they're all kind of bunch of people. I'm like, listen, yeah. I'm very happy in what I'm doing. God bless. Oh, but man, you know, speaking of people is- like that, can I just tell you this one thing? It really bothers me. I, after a show, this girl and her brother come backstage and she's like, I really liked your show. Just wanted to say hi. And the guy, and this is something which I don't know how I caught, but I think I was looking at her. So in the peripheral sort of my vision, I, he's like, oh, are you really visually impaired? And he sort of waves his hand in front of my eyes. 
<laughs> and I was like, you piece of shit. Like sometimes empathy is important, bro. But this guy is wanted to punch in the face. And the guy next to yeah, me, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's you like, you asshole. How could you do? Like, how? I mean, it's not about inconsistent. I mean, I wish. And you know, sometimes I don't care if someone if someone hits me going, oh shit, you, you hit a blind guy. Good. If I deserve it, I deserve it. But I just wish I could catch that in time and nail this guy on the nose. Because you know what? Sometimes all these things like awareness and empathy, all these words, these guys don't deserve it. They deserve a slap across the fucking face, man. I felt so angry and it just makes my blood boil going back. Going, you insensitive piece of shit. Like you're the one who'll pull a guy's leg to see if he's paralyzed, right? That's how pieces of shit like you have made the world a worse place, you know? It just made me so angry. But interestingly, as a banker, if anybody would reach out to me, like, oh, really? Do you really have that situation? And you could still do it. I'm like, okay, did I leave you in awe? Enjoy that moment and thank you. Bye. Yeah, I think that's a mic drop moment, right? You're just like, good night. God bless. (laughs) Thank you. Enjoy. I'm out of here. Like, yeah, that's that's, (laughs) that's the worst part. You walk out of the, you walk away from the podium and you don't know where the steps are. Man, I I think that's the thing which gets me sometimes. Like, I do a mic drop and I'm like, oh, shit, where is stage left? (laughs) Yeah, but... uh, uh, you know, these are all the moments and yeah, man. Um, uh, let, let, let's hope uh, we are able to spread what we are trying no, to. No, I, I just, you know, I, as I said, I, I'm not the cheesy type. I'm not going to take like the, 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 the snippets of this podcast, which are like awe-inspiring. I just generally think overall as a unit, um, uh, sorry, it's my dog going off. Uh, overall as a unit, as Rahul Gupta, I think you're just a fantastic um, so you, person. To talk. Thank you, brother. No, I, I don't want... I specifically don't, uh, you know, these things to be, uh, you know, where you pat me on the back. But I genuinely think that your attitude more than anything, more than, I mean, of course, everything else is an amazing celebration of what you've put into your life, your hard work, your focus, your dedication, your, your even to find what you want to do and have this family and the situation where you're in. I think all that is a celebration in itself, but truly as an entire unit, man, you're, you're awesome to talk to, you're awesome to... Uh, learn from and you're just fun to be around and I look forward uh, this is basically where we start winding up but I look forward to that drink which we're going to have in Bangalore well, absolutely uh, and not one mini right of uh, course which I'm so glad to hear because we as blind people are not supposed to get drunk and make fools of ourselves but who said that no one <laughs> no one <laughs> uh, Rahul how can they follow you and where are you on Instagram or you're on LinkedIn because I'm, I'm not going to do show notes uh, and all uh, that one of the interesting things uh, Sandeep we should leave audience with here uh-huh. I'm trying to blog uh, on this platform called the Vision Beyond Sight uh-huh. WordPress.com. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to put together some fun elements. Uh, I, I think I've just had one blog out, but I'll be writing more. Fantastic. Um, so that's the Vision Beyond Sight at yes. WordPress.com. Dot, dot WordPress. Dot WordPress. Of course, it's not an email address. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Dot WordPress. WordPress. So Vision dot Beyond Sight. And they can uh, Rahul Gupta on LinkedIn. Congratulations on everything and thank you. Uh, do reach thank out to Rahul, guys. If you um, if you want to hear his story in detail or you want to just say hi or do anything with him, not do anything with him that you need to check with his wife. But <laughs> if you want to say hi and get to know more about Rahul and if you guys want to sign him up uh, for um, or sign up his bank for any of your accounts, because of course, you know, my listeners all H&I is high net worth individuals. <laughs> wow. But do reach out to Rahul. He's Me a great too. guy. And we as love you've business. heard, we love business, guys. Please do. He loves business. He loves money. And love he's money. a good guy. He's a good guy to know. <laughs> and uh, he's a good guy uh, for doing this. Uh, Rahul, appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.